0: Greetings EMDR colleagues and friends. Cambria Evans here, the Teaching and Learning EMDR Consultant. I had so much fun doing last week's uh, video podcast. I loved getting all of your messages about how it inspired you, and as promised, This is going to be part two of two. And today we're going to be talking about, um, you know, how to experiment and innovate in your practice. Because last week I was telling you that you can do this, that I've done it, I've been successful. And now I want to give you ways you can actually do this. Um, Because winter is coming, (laughs) busy season is coming. And I want to talk a little bit about, you know, what a busy season means for EMDR clinicians and how you might make some changes right now, today, while the sun is shining, it's summertime, everybody's relatively happy, um, before our hardest, darkest time of year. So, um, you know, I have to say, (laughs) full confession, I am tired today, (laughs) but I'm showing up. And I'm tired not because I've been working too much, I'm tired because I've been going on vacation with my family uh, quite a bit this summer. Um, I had set up my practice uh, before COVID um, to take time off every month, typically about a week. And then during COVID, I really stuck to that, taking about a week off or more. Um, and I'll talk about today how I was able to do that. But this summer, I've been taking off more than that because I wanted to really replenish myself after the year that we've just had with COVID and, and doing virtual EMDR. And, y- you know, vacationing with four-year-olds is not relaxing. It's kind of like the same thing that we do, but, you know, with an ocean or sand or like an amusement park or whatever it is. Um, I know my parents out there of uh, with young kids know what I'm talking about. But being out in the world, being around lots of of people outside, um, was a lot for my nervous system to take in in terms of stimulation. So that's made me tired. My four-year-olds made me tired. We had a blast. Um, but thirdly, I think that having so much space this summer has really allowed me to appreciate how hard, uh, it's been through this pandemic Um, and it wasn't because I was working too much. It wasn't because I even had a busy season last winter. It wasn't because of any of that. It was just because this has been hard. Um, this kind of, whether it's in the forefront or the background with COVID, my nervous system is tired and I was really able to feel that tiredness being away from my office and my clients as much as I have been this summer. Um, and I will continue to take breaks this summer. I will continue to take at least a week off through the whole next year because that's how my practice is set up. So um, I'm saying all of this because I know a lot of us have been going on vacation this summer, and, and here's what I want. Here's the point of all of this. I don't want my people, my EMDR clinicians, my community To have this space this summer to get replenished, to feel your feelings, to do whatever you know you need to do, to be with your families out in the world a little bit more than being in lockdown. I don't want you to do all that and then go back to the way it was, because a I don't think we have the stamina to do that uh, after the last year and a half of COVID, and also I just don't think that it's like feels good. Like even if there wasn't a pandemic. I don't understand why we have subscribed to this idea of having a busy season. Um, I don't understand why we have decided as a community that just because demand increases, right, that somehow means that we have to be reactive and responsive instead of proactive and intentional and thoughtful, which is a different position to start from, right? Um, You know, Our busy season is when it's the darkest, uh, when it's the coldest, (laughs) and when it's the most holidays. It's it's when our kids are off of school the most. It's when we're interacting with people that we love over like Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah or New Year's. It's like when we are supposed to be celebrating uh, important events that mean something to us with the people that we love. And I don't understand why we as EMDR clinicians have agreed in this like contract that we've somehow uh, signed, um, that we are going to be the most tired and the most burnt out during those times. Like that just feels like bullshit to me. So I want to talk about that today. Um, because nobody wants to try to spend time with family and friends around the holidays when you're burnt out, like it doesn't feel good right? It feels really hard. So I want you to listen to this today and take in whatever feels helpful as always. Um, I want you to think about what you want your busy season to look like and feel like um, for you this year in 2021 and beyond, right? And I want you to start to be brave enough to imagine what if it doesn't have to be that way anymore, right? If COVID's taught us one thing, it's that All the things we thought were normal or the way it was, a a lot of that stuff got blown up, you guys. I mean, a lot of that stuff was like challenged and we got more information, didn't we, right? We learned we can do virtual EMDR and it's effective. We learned that we can um, work from home, kind of, (laughs) and some parts of that are effective, right? All the things we thought we couldn't do, we, we didn't think we could do online EMDR trainings, not true. Okay. So I want you to be in the spirit of I want to have a great holiday season with my family. And how can I challenge some old narratives, some old limiting beliefs about what I think is possible, about what I think I deserve for myself and my practice? So let's let's get to the the good stuff. <laughs> so so I want to share what I did <clears throat> in my own practice. I did this several years ago, even before the pandemic. Ways that I innovated and experimented uh, that helped me through what's called, you know, our our busy season, okay? So the first thing I did when my kids were, I guess they were two, almost three, um, in 2018, I decided this traditional weekly model of therapy is killing me. Like, I don't know how it would have been if I hadn't had young twins, but it was just, it was too much, right? Like, they got sick, I had to cancel 18 or 20 people. It was just, it was crazy, So I decided in 2018 to teach myself how to do intensive EMGR, how to set it up, not just the clinical aspects of it, but how to actually, in my business, implement that in terms of marketing, um, in terms of sales, in terms of pricing, um, in terms of communication, in terms of intensive format, making it customizable for clients. And I got so much positive feedback um, that now I have a EMDR intensive only uh, private practice in San Jose, California, and I'm not able to take any new clients y'all until October. Okay? It is July 23rd. (laughs) So I have no worries about um, loss of income. If anything, I am now working the least amount of time in my chair I have ever worked, and I'm making the most money I have ever made. And I want to speak plainly and blunt, bluntly with you about this because this this wasn't like brain surgery to figure this out, right? Um, so the second thing I did was I made really clear boundaries about when I was available and when I was not available, I was really clear about how to um, refer people out if they weren't gonna be someone that was a good financial fit for me. I developed a sliding scale program instead of a sliding scale spot, which meant that people who couldn't afford my full fee, they could go into this program, which is 12 sessions, and then I rotate that spot. So they come to me in the program, work with me at a reduced rate, um, cause I'm a, you know, specialist, not a generalist and they get to work with me on a treatment goal, right? And if they want to continue, maybe I put them back through the program and on the waiting list for that and then come back. Or maybe they want to go work on some stuff with a talk therapist. Okay. Or another EMDR therapist. But, but it's like this idea that I didn't have to be available to everyone all the time on their terms felt really, really good. Right for me as a mom with young kids, for me as a business owner, it it, it really kind of gave me my life back, quite honestly. Um, but it was not what I was taught in grad school. It was not what I was taught from um, you know previous uh, supervisors and different agencies. So it really was um, novel for me, and I will never go back. I will never go back to weekly sessions. I will never go back to um, just being available for everyone anytime they want me. I'm just I'm not available for that anymore. So. All of these changes that I have made in my practice have allowed me to have a couple things. It's allowed me to work proactively instead of reactively. Okay, I know exactly what my winter is going to look like. I'm not going to be busy. Okay, I'm going to have a steady stream of income all year long. Right? I was looking at my uh, simple practice. I use my my software, looking at my kind of the graphs they do for income over the years. Past couple years, my income has just been like this. Right. Except when I have a price increase, there's a bump up, but it's always pretty much steady. Right. I don't, I don't have a low, low season in the summer for clients. I don't have a super high season in the winter. Right. I don't allow myself to be yo-yoed back and forth by demand because of this model that I'm in. And I'm not just doing intensives in the sense of like, you know, come work with me for several days and then go away, right? That is one way to work with clients that is not in this kind of traditional weekly model. But I'm also working as an adjunct intensive EMDR therapist, which means that I get a lot of referrals from talk therapists who are stuck with their talk therapy clients. They'll email me and say, hey, Cambria, can you work with these clients for like, you know, four to 12 sessions and like, you know, bounce them back? Or can we work in parallel, right? Right. We're just stuck on this trauma target here there's some ptsd and it's just not it's not clearing right and because of that role that i've taken on as an adjunct intensive emdr therapist i now have referrals not just from clients but from other therapists because think about this for a second and you can do this in your practice right now okay think about all the talk therapists that are also burnt out think about all the talk therapists who are going to be like pulling their freaking hair out Maybe not now in the summer because it's sunny and everyone's happy. But you know, as as COVID is surging here in California and other parts of the country, um, as we go into kind of this this darker uh, season, this colder season, talk therapists are going to get burnt out too, right? They're going to want to have relief. So you, as an adjunct EMDR therapist, are that relief, and you don't have to take those clients on weekly, right? You can take those clients on in an intensive format, either for several days and send them back, right? or intensively, which means longer sessions, right? So I I have both models in my practice, right? I have some clients who work only with me intensively. So I have some clients I see for like two hours a month or uh, two hours twice a month, but it's not on a repeating schedule typically, okay? Um, Which gives me more freedom to be able to be like, I'm taking my kids to the beach today. Screw it, It's, it's a beautiful day. Or I'm gonna go... Uh, Sit in my house and stare at the wall (laughs) because my house is finally quiet because my kids are at camp half the day now. Thank you so much, God, for that. So I have options, right? I have a steady stream of income. I have space. And not one part of me is nervous I'm going to run out of income or referrals. It's just not what the data is showing me now over, this is my fourth year doing this, okay? Okay. So I want you to think about this. These are some things you can do right now in your practice. So what else am I doing? I I take a week off a month or more, okay, with no income dip, because I'm offering a high value service. So my intensive rates are not what my typical, my old weekly session rates used to be, okay? It's a high value service for, for me and the client. I have a very healthy client schedule that is flexible depending on what's happening in my family, flexible depending on how I feel, quite honestly, right? Part of the reason I have no clients until October isn't because I'm completely full. It's because I want space to work on other stuff and to just be a person, right? I have a wait list for October because, not because I have all these clients lined up. I do have some clients waiting, but it's because I just, I want to. (laughs) And I know the demand's going to be there in the wintertime, right? It's it's a no-brainer from the last couple years of data. So, I think this idea of being proactive instead of reactive, I think psychologically for me, has been a huge, huge win. And I want you to think about, in your practice, how you can be proactive instead of reactive. Because as a parent, as proactive as I wanna be, as much as I wanna plan ahead with frameworks and structures and guidelines, y'all, let's be honest, I have four-year-old twins. Like, I'm constantly in reactive mode. (laughs) I can't control their like tantrums or injuries or feel, it's just, it's just, I have to be available. And so being available more to my kids, um, which I feel good about in my integrity, has really, really invited me to get really clear about my boundaries with clients. I will not, I will never be reactive with clients again. And on that note, I wanna say one thing, like a little asterisk, right? As an added bonus, because I don't have a busy season, I actually have space in my schedule if I have a client in crisis. If I have a client in crisis, it doesn't knock me off my feet. It doesn't add more to my plate, right? I actually have the space to say like, oh yeah, let me help you with that. And it doesn't like turn me upside down, right? Could you imagine having a client in crisis and it wouldn't like eat up all of your free time, which I already know is very, very small in our busy season, right? So think about what that would feel like for you. Um, and quite honestly, sometimes I have a crisis. Sometimes my family needs me. Busy season is also when our kids get the most sick, (laughs) right? I mean, before COVID, before lockdown, my kids went to preschool. They were sick like every week, ear infections, eye infections. My husband's sick. I'm sick. I want to have space in a busy season time in the winter to be sick. Like, we deserve that as people to do that, okay? So there's so many benefits to this. I really want to invite you to think about what you want your winter to look like, what you want your practice to look like, okay? And if any of this is feeling um, like it's just got energy in your body, like like that's striving with what you could imagine for yourself, I want to invite you to do a couple of things. First and foremost, and this is totally free, go ahead and... Go to my YouTube channel if you're not already there and look over my videos about intensives, whether working intensively, working with intensives, thinking about adjunct EMDR. Think about how you can get out of this weekly session model because the clients don't actually need that. Not every client needs a weekly session model, okay? Now, if you're on insurance, that's, a, that's kind of a different flavor, right? But just because someone takes insurance doesn't mean that they can't see you in an extended session and they don't have to see you weekly, okay? You do not have to be trapped in a weekly session model because someone said that might be a good idea clinically however many decades ago and because insurance companies typically expect that format, okay, I wanna invite you to take some ownership and some agency around that, okay? That's the first thing you can do. And I want you to sit down and think about what will my winter look like? What will it look like? And could I imagine having a steady stream of income all year long, except when I raise my rates, which should be annually, and then it goes up and plateaus more or less again, okay? If this is really resonating with you, I want you to know that we are releasing two kits, okay, for high-value services, your EMDR practice. So we have the practice design kit coming out in early August. It is going to be an overview of all high value services that you can implement in your private practice. It's an introduction to all of that. Okay. If you are a consultant or a CIT, we are releasing a consultation kit. Nothing like this exists at all. We need it desperately. And in this kit, we are talking about how to design your consultation business, same idea, so that it feels proactive instead of reactive, that your pricing supports the lifestyle you want to have, schedule, so on and so forth, and how to just be an amazing teacher and market in a way that you can just have a wait list available to have people lined up, okay? Really great marketing uh, ideas in both of those kits. So if either one of those feel Um, Exciting to you, I would encourage you to go ahead and get on the wait list for those. If you get on the wait list uh, before early August, you get a 20% discount at purchase. Okay, so the lowest rate it will ever be will be now. So, no matter what you choose to do, I hope that you will at least take some time to let this soak in, to imagine and give yourself permission to dream a little bit that what was before COVID does not have to be what is after covid for your practice and i would invite you to think about how you might implement some of these ideas whether it's emdr intensives working intensively with longer sessions um, doing some adjunct emdr intensively uh, or with intensives with other talk therapists and how you can just make a really clear structure for yourself being in a position of proactive instead of reactive. Just see what that feels like for yourself because guess what? That's exactly what we teach our clients to do, right? We teach our clients to not be codependent. We we teach them to have boundaries. We teach them to have um, structure in their lives that they get to be a priority. And if anyone gets to be a priority this winter, y'all, it is trauma therapists. It is you. Okay, I'm holding that belief that is true. And I know a part of you believes that's true as well. So as always, it was so much fun to be able to connect with y'all on here. I can't wait to hear um, how this video uh, impacted you. I love getting your messages. And um, as always, I am wishing you health and safety. I am wishing you joyful confidence and I'm rooting for your success. Take care.